We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Light Years, presented by Chase Freedom. Andy Lou, we are recording this 5 p.m. on Sunday. The Warriors had maybe their best win of the season Saturday night. We can call it the best win of the season. By far. By far. The, you know, uh, we just saw the second coming of Tom Brady in the 49ers game. Uh, I feel like, you know, the Debo thing, we don't know for sure, but it seems like worst case was avoided. Um, up and all in all, Bears sports on the upswing. I, I cannot be- believe, I cannot believe, yes, we'll get to all the fun Warrior stuff because we are the Light Years podcast, but dude, listen, man, I, I just one, watched. One minute on Brock? <laughs> I, give me one minute on on <laughs> on a, a big old Brock, man. I just... I've never seen a Kyle Shanahan offense offense in San Francisco uh, have a quarterback play like this. I think we saw Kyle Shanahan's offense in Atlanta look good with Matt Ryan, but or RG three. But dude, this dynamic got Brock Purdy throwing thirty yard bombs down the field. I just I don't understand why you know Jimmy G or Trey Lance they weren't able to do this, but apparently or Nick Mullins or CJ Beathard or. However many amounts of quarterbacks have been through San Francisco, but this is the most dynamic I've seen a quarterback look. So far, it's only been a game, so who knows? But, I mean, come on. They're, they're running these type I of felt plays. Like where, we were, I felt like we were watching Rudy for a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not even Brady. He looked like Mahomes out there, right? Where it's just like, uh, yeah, and right, because he's a seventh-round last pick, so you're just like, who the hell is this guy? Sure. But I don't know. It just makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense, but. Good for him. I just, I just want to throw this up from friend of the show, Akash. He goes, Brock Purdy has as many 20-plus yard outside the numbers touchdown throws in one half as Jimmy does in three years. I mean, um, man, who knows? I The Niners are stacked across the board. Uh, in general, when you get to the third stringer, you don't feel confident, but they might just be the team who bucks that trend. Um, I'm, I'm happy because this is way too good a team for the season to just be over. Like, let's just see what happens. So it keeps going. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's fun, but yeah, you know, I, look, I, I mean, I expected CMC or Jordan Mason to run it 35 times today. That's what I expected. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that's what Kyle usually does. And it just, you know, it's, it's, it's highly 
interesting, fascinating, cool to watch that. He's like coming out gunning and throwing the ball. So anyway, you know, that's cool. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, it reminds me of uh, Steve Kerr. When he trusts a player's IQ, he will let them play. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's Ty Jerome and Chris Chioza and Anthony Lamb and Juan Toscano-Anderson being playmakers. Um, When you're like, why is Wiseman or Kuminga not handling it? You know, but like, it it reminds me so much of that. But anyway, let's get to it. The Warriors emphatically beat the Boston Celtics Saturday night, ABC Clay, by the way, Clay Thompson loves Saturday night games. I swear to God, every one of his best games since uh, he came back from the injuries has been ABC Saturday night, had a huge one um, against the Celtics here. And it's just the man, the man makes love to pressure as Steven Jackson once said, mm-hmm. he just loves, he just loves the bright lights, but I kind of want your big picture thoughts here first, and let's bounce off of this. Do the Warriors just own Boston? Is that what's going on here? I didn't. I know that's that's kind of been a narrative coming out of that game. I Mm -hmm. I haven't felt that way about Boston. Just just because I felt when you watch the NBA Finals and you see the first four games of the, you know, you you could say four games of the NBA Finals. It never felt like the Warriors owned them. Uh, you could argue they were, should have been down 3-1. Maybe you could argue they should have been up 3-1. So I don't know if they own them. I, I don't know that yet, but it feels like this, though. It does, because I was watching, by the way, I was watching that game at Disneyland. A uh, lot of waiting in line at Disneyland. A lot of being very tired and sitting in a cafe in Disneyland. So had a lot of time to watch the game on my phone. Great reception, two, too, by the way. Two-timeline plan. You have to wait. <laughs> you don't, you and don't get what you want immediately. <laughs> you got to wait for them. No. Yeah, exactly, right? And uh, so I watched, I watched most of the game and then rewatched it when I got home. It feels like Boston's a good matchup for the Warriors. That's what mm-hmm. it feels like. It feels like what Boston is trying to do is very much what the Warriors are okay with. And now Boston's become this team where they're not defensively oriented uh, anymore, I don't think. Now, part of that is because Robert Williams is out. But I feel like they want to shoot threes and they want to play fast and they want to pass. It's exactly what the Warriors do. And watching that game, it just... It, and I know that they're the best team in the NBA, but if you're going to play that style against the Warriors, very, very, very rarely, I could say never is the case or you're going to win playing the Warriors that way. The teams that beat the Warriors play a slow it down, defensive grind style. And I think the, the Boston Celtics shifting to this like crazy offense, play fast type of stuff. I, I just, I think the Warriors are going to always be better doing that. So I think it's a matchup thing. I don't know if they own them, but I mean, maybe it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, look, since Steve Kerr took over, no one has beaten the Warriors playing the Warriors game when the Warriors are healthy. It's just, it's been the case. We're we're, we're pushing a decade of it. They are better at that style of basketball than you. Um, I think my thing with Boston is they don't have a player who commands a double team. I, I love Jason Tatum. I, I, I love Jalen Brown. Like, they have like eight players I would you know, kill to have on the Warriors. Like everyone wants Marcus Smart on their team. Everyone would like uh, Robert Williams, even though he didn't play tonight. Even guy, even guys like Derek, Derek White, you wouldn't, you want them on your team. They're good bench players. Maybe not at their price, but you know, um, but there's no one who I'm like, all right, I got to send a second body. There's no, there's no Giannis. There's no LeBron. There's no Jokic, honestly. Like, um, and those three guys are guys who obviously operate around the rim, but like, 
you can even throw Steph into this. Steph, no matter what you do, you're sending two to three bodies him every time. And the fact that the Warriors can play Boston straight up means Draymond can move everyone around like chess pieces. And that's been kind of an overwhelming theme with these matchups with Boston. They're physical. They're obviously a good team. Uh, but I don't feel like they can generate good enough offense against the Warriors. And then it just comes down to whether the Warriors are going to score enough. And, you know, uh, four out of six times in the finals they did. And tonight they did. And, it, yeah, it, it, I guess any way you want to slice it, it doesn't feel like a good matchup for the Celtics. So that that boils it down to one guy then. Because then that boils it down to Jason Tatum. So that that's the issue, I think, for Boston is that Jason Tatum is supposed to be the guy that uh, figured out the Warriors, right? It, it's like how Steph, after 2016, became a better defender. It's like how LeBron, after losing to the Dallas Mavericks, became a better post-up player, a more well-rounded offensive game. It's like you could go down the line of the greats, Kobe, all those guys. They all uh, – who was the guy that uh, – Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, right? Not who was he? Sure. All, obviously, all those guys. So Jason Tatum, you think, after getting embarrassed thoroughly by the Warriors, figures it out. So that's supposed to be your guy that's supposed to command a double, either that or the guy that can just score if you're going to only play one-on-one against them. And every single time I watch the Boston Celtics against the Warriors, I come out thinking, goddamn, Jalen Brown is good. That's what I think, right? Like, we never, we never ever talk about Jason Tatum in a good – and so maybe that's the issue. So is that just a mental thing for Jason Tatum? Either way, I also think the other thing is – when you talk about Clay Thompson, the Boston Celtics don't have. They need a. Yes. I think yes. It, it, they need like a John. You know where I'm like they need a John Morant. They need that's a, Jason Tatum, Jason Brown types are players that the Warriors big guards can guard. The Warriors don't have a guy not anymore, especially even with even like post even like post Achilles. Like he's not worried about uh, Tatum muscling him. He's worried about like quick guys. Yeah, and I think that's. Maybe that works in their favor, and and we're going to talk about some of the bigger wings here uh, because it's he was kind of the story of the game. But you throw Wiggins back in there who didn't play last night, right? I know the Boston had a couple big guys that didn't play, but that doesn't stop the fact that if the Warriors even have their best perimeter defender, and that that doesn't bode well for Boston. So um, no, it doesn't. I feel very like... unimpressive, just very unimpressive. Let, let's do Clay for one more minute because like you yeah. hit on it, and I think. The, I, I led with Clay's offense, but I felt like the most impressive thing for Clay was like no issue guarding Tatum on an island, none whatsoever. And like Clay's kind of had issues defensively for most oh, of the yeah. year. It's, he's yeah. not oh, been, yeah. uh, he's been quite frankly disappointing on that end for most of the year. Um, what it tells me is two things. One, Clay can get to a certain level. Uh, that matters in the sure. finals, which is, which is why you and I, we're not into people like throwing him under the bus. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, look, man, is he, is he playing disappointingly right now? Absolutely. Uh, but I'd still want to see if I can get him back to where he's capable of, because at the end of the day, there's only a handful of players who can play at that level. Right. Um, the, the second one is, is like you said, it's just total matchup stuff like Boston. Um, and they don't, they don't have guys who can exploit him, quite frankly. It's like even Brogdon, who is a nice pickup for them and will help them. He's not a guy who's going to blow by Clay. I all, yeah, yeah. Brog, by the way, who love Brogdon. Can you imagine if, if Steve Kerr had Malcolm Brogdon on the team? Uh, Jordan pulled I me all, back in the G League. 
Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is insane, especially in these primetime games. Some of the shots that he shoots. Uh, <laughs> I, I forget. Oh, it also concerns me a little bit when you talk about Clay uh, playing the way that he did. Uh, and, and some of it's because, uh, you know, I think he's motivated. Saturday night he had a game off between games, and, and he kind of – they blew the game against Utah. The Warriors – can beat any single team and probably are the best team in the NBA if it's a one-game scenario or if it's a seven-game series scenario. But how often are the Warriors going to be able to play like this? And I think that's where my concern is because watching this game, it's not that it was surprising to me. I don't I don't think that I thought they were going to lose by 20 points, but it wouldn't surprise me if they lost or, excuse me, if they won, even though they weren't favored. But the problem to me is they, they circled this game and they rested guys for this game. And I think Boston kind of did the same thing the, the schedule yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. set it up that way but the Warriors they, you can't you're not going to have this you just look at the road trip and there's going to be back to backs they're, they're going to be one game breaks right and so I think that's the Warriors and 13. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's um, why they're 14 and 13 because of that yeah they're not they're not 14 and 13 because they're ceiling they're 14 and 13 yeah. because of the maintenance and the floor of what they have yep. so yep. but yep. Let, let's get to it you, you were talking Kuminga a second ago let's get to the let's get to the big dog um, <laughs> my man has been pulling it together here, pulling up his numbers real quick. And this is a guy that fixes their floor. If he, if he figures it out, which looks like he will last seven games, uh, averaging 10 points in 21 minutes, five rebounds is the number that probably hops for Steve Kerr, the efficiency through the roof, 68%. Um, he's playing like the best version of what we've seen him play at times. And, and the offense is great because he's basically playing the GP two role. Only he's six, eight. So it's, it's more effective, but where he's really standing out is on the defensive end. And that's where he's going to get on the floor for this team. And that's huge because that's been my number one question with this team is like, where are they getting wing defense from outside of Wiggins? Cause clay was looking poor at the beginning of the season. Um, and you know, Steph six three, and Jordan Poole's not a defender, and it, it, wing wings matter in the playoffs. Like any way you want to slice it, every series that has ever mattered tends to just devolve to, all right, how many two way wings you got? How many guys can you throw out there who can't be picked on? And then we're just gonna ride with it and see what happens. That, that's, I mean, that's the big one. I think they expected him to be the two way big wing coming into the season. I think the Warriors expected that, which you could argue probably. A little bit too maybe much trust and belief. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit too much belief there. The only way that was going to happen, though, is you're going to have to let the kid figure it out. And kids don't figure it out seamlessly. It's ne- it's never linear, right? And we saw him get benched at the, after the beginning of the season for pretty much 10, 15, however, I don't know, however many games. But that can't happen now because at this point, he's too good. He's too good, I would argue, to even sit if he's playing bad. And that's, I think, the bigger point here is yes. you you need him to be good so much that you cannot sit him anymore, even if he's not good. And even last night, I would argue he should have played more than he did last night. But you watch that game, and he's on the highest, highest level. I think Steph had a quote after, after saying that he belonged on the court. You talked about how big he is defensively. To me, it's the offense. To me, it's how comfortable he is not doing stupid shit on offense. It's kind of, it's kind of like oh, stupid. Like it, 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 it stupid shit kind of just means like it's easy to solve. But I think for someone like Kaminga, it is hard because what he wants to do is he wants to look at the fire guy in front of him and it's like, oh, it's Luke Cornett. Why can't I just take him off the dribble? 
It's like, no, that's not how the Warriors play, which is probably not what he wants. But if you do figure out how the Warriors play with Steph and Clay, you are going to average 14 points a game off seven dunks. Like that's it's simple as that. And then the rest is he makes a nice pass to Steph for a three, right? He gets his post touches because he's playing well on offense and defense. And then to your point, defensively, isn't he the perfect athletic profile to guard Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? He is and Giannis, who we're gonna see yeah. here on Tuesday night. He is the perfect profile to guard those guys. And if the Warriors want to chip want to win a championship, they'll need him to guard those guys. And Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, who else? <laughs> so many, so many of these best players in the NBA are just all big wings that you know Clay's not gonna guard them anymore, man. So it's or or it's just gonna be a switch. You're just gonna be out on the floor with Clay and with Wiggins. So you're gonna have to guard those guys with Draymond. So if he's gonna be look at these numbers, I'll, I'll let you kind of take over here. Yeah, I was gonna say the the other thing that stands out to me with Kuminga is he's succeeding at the three. Which, like, offensively, he's not a three the same way, like, offensively, GP2 uh, isn't really a guard, right? Um, And what that tells me is, and this is why Anthony Lamb keeps playing, even though he's a two-way player and, like, (laughs) that play where he missed Steph was hilarious because it was just, like, I've never seen Steph clap harder in my life. That was kind of crazy. That was pure pure KD, like, give me the – you know, like, <laughs> but, um, but he plays because he understands the role, which is shoot open threes or move the ball. Ironically, didn't move the ball there, but you know, um, he, he does that kind of stay out of the way stretch four thing, which is what they need for Kuminga to thrive. Kuminga needs to be the guy who's a two, three on defense, you know, checking the best perimeter guy, but then on offense, he's a five cutting, right? like the Sean Marion role it's the mm-hmm. GP2 role mm-hmm. um and, and it begs the question with the Warriors like Anthony Lamb is kind of just a replacement level player who does that role right now but it's like you're looking at this you're like this works Draymond at the five a stretch four Kuminga it, it, it works we've seen it work we know they have the guards to make it worth like Dante Poole Steph Clay they they all make it work and it's just like can they get um can they figure out what they want to do with the four spot with those lineups to make it work? And that's the only reason I pull up these numbers because when you have Kuminga, Lamb, and Draymond together, they are plus 59.5 right now. Like, they're just destroying teams. And it's nothing you you don't know. Draymond at the five with wings who can grind on defense and the requisite amount of spacing, no one can beat that healthy. It's it's always like a suspension, uh, an ankle twist, like that sort of. It, it, it's no one's been able to beat it. Maybe story maybe the Pel- time. Maybe the Pelicans. Maybe Zion and those fifty wings will be the team who retires the Warriors in four years or something like that. But like to date, no one's been able to beat it, right? So to me, it also brings up the the point which like I, we talk about every week. But it's like this team really just feels like one role player away from just being back in business, going to roll through the playoffs just like they did last year. I agree. And that role player may be I know you're I know what you're trying to say is that role player should be the guy over Lamb. I I, I, I agree with you on that. I think some of the magic has worn off there. Um, But I think maybe it's just Kaminga just being better and and Mm -hmm. progressing progressively progressing <laughs> even means maybe, but, maybe it's just a Wiggins Kuminga front court. You're right. Yeah. That's I think that's it. I think some of it's maybe even Moses Moody who uh 
played a little bit yesterday, but, you know, maybe wasn't great, but wasn't bad. I think part of it is him. Uh, hey, our guy, our guy Wiseman is having a pretty solid G League stint last couple of games, so maybe it's that. But I, I agree. I, I think he's. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going off what people are telling me, man. Uh, it looks like he's playing better. Good for him. The, the playing, within, gets... playing within himself and within the role. I did, I did watch it. Uh, oh, boy. Encouraging. What's the, scouting the scouting report is he, the last three games, he's done what we thought he would do the first five games in the G League. He's playing within himself and he's physically dominating. It's a G League. Let's, yeah. let's, he, he's, if he does this for a few more games, time to call him back up and see if he can actually do it with the big club. But um, it's what you kind of want to see. Anyway, back, back on topic. <laughs> His Kaminga stuff is huge, though. For the, mm-hmm. It is huge because they it, – it's not that this is a luxury. They need this. They, they yes. need this to sustainably win basketball games. It's not, it's not last season. It's not a, you know what, Kaminga, give us this, and if you can't give it to us, we'll just we'll, – we'll keep it moving. We're okay without you this season. Nah. And it's so difficult for – I don't think we realize how difficult it is for someone like – him or anyone to come into the NBA and do this, basically play like a role player, except he's never, ever been a role player in his life, which is right. why we expect that Moses Moody to be to figure it out. And, and Moses Moody hasn't, which is surprising to me, you and I. But somehow Kaminga is the one that's figuring out, despite the fact that when has he ever been the guy that's that the coach has said, you know, Kaminga, like, don't shoot. Right now, one of Kaminga's problems is that he gets the ball deep and he doesn't shoot the ball. And I don't think that's his fault. That's for sure Steve Kerr just telling him, hey, you're always going to have to look for a guy, right? You're always going to have to look to get yeah. people involved or make the right pass. To me, that's that's not Kaminga's fault right now. Uh, but to have him change his mindset and play like this and do it successfully uh, is super impressive. Super, Even though I, you could argue like, hey, you didn't know this coming into the season. Come on. like <laughs> You know, they were trying to drill this into you last year. But, you know, he's 20 whatever 21 18 i don't know i never know his age 20 but 20, 20. is legitimately 20 as of october we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
twice a week, J.J. Reddick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to talk about this real quick because this is kind of irking me just a little bit. A1, Steph Curry was once again the best player on the basketball court on Saturday night against the Boston Celtics. Casual 32-7-6. and six. Did you know Steph is averaging another 50-40-90, 30 points per game, 7 assists, 6.6 rebounds? He keeps getting better rebounding the ball. And look, man, I get the Warriors have been on a shitty start. I just am confused why people like Luca are apparently MVP candidates and Steph Curry isn't. We're putting up a um, a thing from the score right now. It says, who's your MVP? Tatum, Doncic, Jokic, or Giannis? There's only one player on this list I would be like, I get it, if he gets the MVP, and that's Giannis. That's the only player I feel comfortable with that. Um, Everyone else, I'm just looking at them. I'm like, it's abundantly clear Steph's playing at a higher level than every one of these guys. And more importantly, outside of Boston, none of these teams were particularly that much better than the Warriors. They have a better record by two games. The Denver Nuggets are 2.5 games ahead of the Warriors. Is that really the difference between like, oh, he's leading his team to the MVP versus they're struggling? You know what I'm saying? So we have... You, I'm, I'm not a big awards guy, but I just kind of want to call it out because like Steph's playing so out of his mind, and it's absurd to me that we've never seen a guy at this age play that way. That it's it's not like a bigger talking point nationally. Uh, NBA.com doesn't even have him in his top five, and I don't think they had him in his top ten even. And mm-hmm. I think I, I can give you maybe one one uh, historical point that is it make proves your point is LeBron was doing this similar to what Steph is doing right now when he was 34, 35, and that is. All we ever heard was about what LeBron's doing this at age 35. It is unbelievable. Year 16. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all we ever heard. And mm-hmm. you could argue Steph's even doing it better because Steph actually is doing it coming off championship and he's doing it on a team that helped. Being a teammate. <laughs> Go win another championship. Okay. to your, uh, I, I, Maybe I'll give you Tatum. Like I'm gonna agree with you and Giannis. I could give you a Tatum because the, the Celtics are twenty like it's kind of ridiculous. Twenty one and five. Sure. I could give you a Tatum. Saturday night, Saturday night made him look bad, but end of the day, the Celtics have been a machine. Yeah, I could give you that one. But dude, you're right. I mean, Luca, by the way, you watch Luca and you're like, holy shit, this is this team is fucking awful. I mean, it is awful. Dude, so yeah. So bad. <laughs> like and, and by the way, like Mark Cuban is- should get fined. He should find himself. It is pathetic what they've done. 
Hey, Mark, Mark Cuban might have Luke ending up on the Warriors post stuff, so we can't whoa, get too mad whoa, at him. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Sam Sorrell. <laughs> no, I, I just think I just the way Dallas is trending, I don't think Luke is sticking around, but it's too early, too early for those takes. That's He's all. a free agent when the same year Steph's contract ends 2026. Oh, oh so we got time. All I'm saying is like, does it not feel like a Cavs LeBron? scenario where you're like i don't see how this is getting better meanwhile you're uh you're you're gonna find it it just it just doesn't feel possible i guess we haven't heard anything from lucas camp right i guess but it's also uh, it's too early too that's the other thing the nba is never too early for players to to start to want to leave not in today not in today's nba baby oh that's oh that's right we got a woge bomb about uh about bob myers what was that about so I I know nobody talked about it because I just I just think nobody gives a shit about GM drama like nobody cares. But what was I, I just that don't about? I just don't think anyone's was taking it seriously until we get to like close to the end of the season. Um, well, I leaked it obviously to to kind of get some to get some pressure on Joe. But what was the point? Oh, uh, TK is going to ask Bob if he leaked it, and Bob's going to do the fake tears. Just, just I would never cry. do that. I would start never. crying on impact. <laughs> it's like so obvious that Bob had told Woj this, and hey, say post this before, and it's and it's ESPN or just the timing was game. beautiful. Yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. night game, so everybody's <laughs> locked in. It's like post that I haven't gotten a contract extension. It is kind of weird though. It is kind of odd that he's not. I mean, is it normal for GMs not to get extended? It's kind of, I guess it's not like a, uh, it, it's not like a bad thing because it doesn't necessarily matter for players. It can't be a distraction, but that is odd. odd. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where uh, where it goes. I think it just means he wants contract extension. That's all. I'm, <laughs> all, all I gathered from it, it is is Joey Lightyear's light lowballing him. He's like, hey, my tax bill's high, buddy. You're supposed to help me here. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I think. You know, if it's not Bob, who else is it going to be? It's going to be Kirk, friend of the show. No. Hey, man. Per, per sources, Kirk was uh, asking if you want to be assistant GM. Yeah, when, hey, he, when he look. stages his when he stages his coup. I need, um, I need Bob out of there. I'm I'm coming in, and the you know what the first thing I'm doing is. You know what the first thing I'm doing is going down to the G League, and I'm getting rid of those guys, getting some win now <laughs> players on the team. All right, what's next? Uh, all right, Warriors got a big road trip coming up. The Warriors are six-game East Coast road trip, longest road trip of the season. Um, they don't play at home again until Christmas. They are gone. Now, we will be back Tuesday with friend of the show, Waz, to recap the Bucks game. Bucks game is like the – do we think that's the sexiest game on the, on the road trip? There's a lot of good ones here. There's a lot of good ones here. Can I give you a can I give you a take as I was looking at this? Well, you know what? what I'd do if I were the Warriors? I think you know what I'd do if I were the Warriors. I'd sit you guys, sit them. Sit them and then just beat beat up Indiana the next day. Beat the shit out of yeah. I'd take the win. Give me the <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I would do. If, They're if not I, do that. I know, I know, I know. But you run the risk. You run the sure. risk. They've they've played that game many times this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you, you it is a very very real scenario you and i sit across from each other on friday night and they are zero and three on the road trip and two games in the 500 it is very real i would also love to just see them sit clay and steph on separate games like the whole like what like the utah when it's pool and clay made more sense than like everyone sitting and um but anyway let's let's get back to it so they got the bucks tuesday the pacers wednesday uh, Big Jim Harden and the 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 76ers on Friday. Oh, it's gross. 
the Raptors. Raptors feels like a sit game. Just don't even bother crossing the border. Um, and then you got the two New York teams. Uh, that's who, a winnable game, though. Who uh, who are not good, but it's a bat. It's like game five and game six of a week long road trip. Um, my question for you is: What would you consider success on six game road trip? Three and three. They've got to win three. They've got to win these three games. They've got to win Indiana, Toronto, and New York. Got to win those. Oh, the three. Fine. You lose. You like three. Kevin get his win. You like Kevin yeah. and Kyrie get their win. They're playing well. I mean, Kyrie, well. Kyrie could be in a new controversy by that game. He might be. <laughs> he might be off. Ten days so. from now, hundred percent easily. But uh, been, been quiet for a couple of weeks. He has been quiet. That team has been. The vibes have been too good with that team. Some shit's got to happen. Some shit's got to go down. They got to win those three games, man. They got to win. And I assume that Indiana, they're gonna, they're gonna, um, you know, barring Steph playing thirty-eight minutes or forty-three in an OT game on Tuesday night or something like that, uh, I assume they'll play the back-to-back. Uh, let's say they lose a close one, whatever. In Milwaukee it looks like Chris Middleton got hurt again, so maybe they they can win that one. But here's the thing: they got to win those three. Also, at some point, you have to show up on the road. It is, it is embarrassing for a team. That is now this deep into the the season and supposedly this good, and you've shown up on Saturday night to show that you are the champion. All this stuff. End of the day, you're still fourteen and thirteen. That's your record. And at some point, you're gonna have to show you can do this on the road. So, yeah, man, three, three and three, just three and three. That, that's objectively a lot better than they've been on all season. I'm calling the five and one. You're fucking sick. That's not. No I'm way. putting. I'm considering. Wow. I'm considering three the minimum for success. Five. Wow. Five. We're uh, we're printing shirts. You know, she's <sighs> she's gonna get a wow. pink hat for you. We're gonna be good to go. Um, I think they beat Milwaukee Tuesday. I think the game means more to the Warriors than it means to the Bucks. I think they're gonna go in and get that W. Uh, I think Philly is a mess. I mean, none of these, again, everyone in the NBA is 500. So it's not like there's anything particularly special going on. Indiana, I could see them losing that one. Philly, I think they win. They have a day off. Uh, Then they have a day off against Toronto, another team who's been whatever. And then you got the Knicks and the the Nets. Like, they should. I think the Warriors are going to turn a corner. I think this road trip will be the road trip where they wake up and just create a little separation. You know, they're not going to get up to the one or two seed. They'll be like the five seed, but just like do something to make some noise here. Um, the reasons I think that is like Kuminga is establishing himself. Dante DiVincenzo, who we haven't talked about, so is good. finally starting to come together. Clay's and Draymond, at this point, Draymond is, we don't even talk about Draymond stuff, but they're both playing championship level basketball. Looney, who we didn't even talk about, my goodness, just dominant in his role against Boston. Like, is he? Is there a better role player in the NBA than Looney? No, especially I mean, for the like, price it, point that he's getting paid at. I mean, come on, he's a bargain too. It's insane. Yeah, just, it, just you know, Farhan would just be all about him. Just oh wins my. above dollar level. Hey, like, it's hey, just the best. We're not, no, no, we're not talking Giants. <laughs> We're not fucking talking Giants, okay? But my my point is, it does feel like the Warriors are primed to go on a mini run. I have the same concerns as you. They don't have enough bodies that, like, over the next 55, I don't know how comfortable I feel, but it does feel like they're pushing what should theoretically be a, uh, 
you know, they win eight out of 10, they win 13 out of 15, like one of those type of situations. I think, I think they're pushing that way. Just gut instinct. I have nothing to go off of other than what I'm seeing and the, the vibes that are starting to percolate. They're, they're starting to feel good. So that's just where I'm at. Maybe I'm going to try speaking into existence. Maybe that's what's up. I, I felt this way going into that game in Indiana and, and, you know, to me, and then Andrew Nemhart was like, it, not exactly. tonight, Andy. And that's exactly <laughs> why I'm hesitant about this. So anyway, it, it, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. But this team, it's not like they're not good enough to beat all these teams. It's just it, they haven't done it yet this season. And like you said, though, Kaminga's a big piece, man. So do we – real quick, before we get to our next seven, you think Wiggins comes back? And if he, do, and if he does in the, on the road, when do you think he comes back on the road? I mean, trip? He gets back I from didn't even touch on that. The way they're talking about it, I think he at worst – We'll we'll see. We'll see. It doesn't sound like he, I I feel pretty good. He's not missing the road trip. I would not be surprised if he sat the um, Milwaukee, Indiana game, but we'll see. We'll see the way they're talking about it. it, If it was a playoff game, he'd play today, you know? Good. Okay. And so um, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, you know, I, I, I feel pretty confident he's coming back. That's it. Also Wiggins, he is very important to this team, but I don't know that he's necessarily as important versus Milwaukee as some other matchups. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, he's important in the sense of he might be your second or third best scorer, but like they don't have a, like you said, Middleton. Is he going to play? I don't, I I don't really need Wiggins guarding Pat Connaughton. You know, like it's not like, it's not a, it's not, as important as other obviously it's a blow but like matchup wise like missing Looney against Giannis would be a significantly bigger blow that's what I'm excited did you realize that Draymond has not played against Giannis in four years wait really dude it one of them has sat every time they only play twice a year so huh well the Warriors played that might be why I'm so hyped about this matchup. Uh, to be to be perfectly honest with you, it, it's like the um, I want to see how the Looney Yon or sorry the the Draymond Looney combo looks against Giannis. Like obviously Giannis is an MVP and one of the best of all time, but it's just like I kind of think the Warriors match up well better against him than most teams. Yeah, yeah, and give you so Middleton he injured an ankle today, and he he, he tried to come back in the game and left. By the way, so I knowing knowing how how cautious the Bucks have been with with Middleton all season, he, him exactly. just coming back, it just wouldn't I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise a fair, me. Play. Fair bet that he's probably not playing Tuesday. Yeah, Warriors need to win some games. They need to win some games. Good place to start. It would be nice. Trip. It would be nice to get some Ws. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We tried something new this week, guys. I opened a voicemail line. Some of you thought I was just giving out uh, a phone number on Twitter. Come on, man. This is the official Light Years hotline. And as usual, the goons did not disappoint. Oh, boy. So I'm actually scared. <laughs> I'm actually we, concerned. Uh, Andy, I've listened to some of them, but Andy is not. And purposely, I did not let him listen to them. Oh, my God. Um, we're going to be reacting to your guys' calls. We might start doing this more often. When we don't go uh, live, live, I, just, I, just, I, I need you guys to call in. We need more goon activity on the show. So, Tim, you want to pull them up? We ready? Oh, Listen, I'm in the bathroom right now at a fucking white elephant party, and I just wanted to call in to say, let's fucking go. What a win. I'm stoked. This is David. I'm in the bathroom. I'm excited. I'm a little drunk. I don't know how the hell we won that game. How do we lose to all these shitty teams and then beat the fucking Boston Celtics? My hot take is that we don't need to make a trade. We're not going to make a trade. We're going to make this fine. I only believe that 25%. I still finally kind of believe that we need a trade, but I'm feeling good right now. So I'm saying this. Okay, bye. Wow. <laughs> Batting leadoff. That's, that's, uh, who's the best leadoff hitter in baseball? Oh, uh, Mookie Betts, maybe? God. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was, that was elite. First off, the, I'm calling from the bathroom at a white elephant park. Clearly his girl dragged him to it. Yeah. 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 And the whisper denotes that he's been yelled at to be present and not just focus on the Warriors game. Like David, my friend, I know, I know you got into a fight at, at four 30 that, that day where you, you tried to compromise. You said, let me watch the game, and I will talk with your friends all night. Do you think, do you? <laughs> we, Andy, you, Andy, you Andy you, he, we both been there. Well, you know, you know, the thing is, <laughs> I think I know what he did. I think he stayed in the bathroom the last 35 minutes of the game. <laughs> My guy, David, stayed in the bathroom, then realized after he called, he said, oh, the apps, God, I've been in here for an hour. I got to go. I had a bad reaction to the apps. I've been there, you know? It just got to <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry the uh, energy man oh my <laughs> god uh, let's get to the next one what's up light years i'm a long time listener first time caller um i was actually on a date tonight and we went and got drinks after dinner um to watch the game um huge warriors fan i'm from charlotte uh north carolina so steph is a huge fan to me but the guy i was on a date with hates steph Steph Curry and I just didn't realize how how bad it was when we were watching this game. Um, it was hilarious. Like Steph was just going off and he just like would just t- turn around. He couldn't even like look at the screen when when he was going off. And I just was like, Steph is the great great shooter of all time. I think Steph is overrated. Just like complete complete nonsense. I eventually was like, was he the greatest shooter on the team? He wouldn't even admit that. I was like, is he the greatest shooter in his family? He couldn't even admit that. At the end of the night, he eventually just said, like, Steph is good at what he does. And that's, like, as far as I got with him. So um, I've been living in Ohio for, like, 10 years. Um, and the the hate that Ohio fans have for Steph Curry is truly, truly comical. 
So being a Warriors fan in, in Ohio has just been such an incredible, hilarious experience. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. Uh, shout out to the goons. Uh, love the pod. Um, love what you guys are doing. I'm, I hope I, I make it to the, make it to the, uh, um, to the podcast today. All right. Oh, with a call like that, there was never a doubt we were going to add you to the show. Um, I love. Is this a second date? (laughs) No chance. chance. Let's, let's flip it. What would you do if your first date was a bronze stand who's just bitter, bitter? Because I feel like the energy with, with uh, Warrior fans and LeBron fans is like uh, Warrior fans just, it's always a win four four against one, you know, or sorry, three against one in terms of the times they matched up. So like, even if you can get sensitive and upset about it, you always have the higher, they get a lot more bitter. There's a lot of, what if KD didn't go? Well, what if this didn't happen? Yeah. Um, It's it's always a lot. It's always a lot more angst, but you know me, man. I don't care. You know what I mean? It could be a prize. She's cute. You know, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in, but, uh, I, all I, all I know though is Sam. I, the light years goons are the best listeners fans uh, in the world. Cause she called us after the date, assuming that the date didn't went, didn't, didn't go well. Call the pod boys and just let them have it. I love it. I love it. This makes me so happy. We need more post date calls. I need, I need, I need you guys to call when you have a, a date that involves watching a Warriors game. Let me know what your non-goon date thinks. Let's get to the next one. What's good, Sam and Andy? Uh, my hottest take is Jonathan Kuminga will be our seventh guy come playoff time. He'll be our most impactful defender off the bench. Uh, he'll come in right after pool in all our playoff series. Uh, we'll even throw out some lineups with him and Wiggins on the court together. Uh, like what we saw tonight uh, when Kerr put in uh, Kaminga with, with, for, uh, for Looney when we go small. Uh, I think we'll see uh, a Draymond Wiggins-Kaminga front court in the playoffs in a couple of matchups. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buying the, the, the Kaminga stock now. It's, it's going up, and uh, it's taking off from here. Go dubbed light years, baby. What's up, Lakers? Uh, another hot take for you. <laughs> Can this be the game that gets the Draymond DPOY hype train going again? Uh, we missed out on that award last year. If he had stayed healthy, that that was his for the taking. Uh, can we start to drum up some support for that, use this game as a launching point? Didn't have too many highlight-worthy plays on defense, but, man, shut down the best half-court offense of all time tonight uh, without Wiggins. I think, I think Dre's got to get a lot of credit for that. That's my take. Oh, I appreciate it. Draymond DPOI? Back-to-back takes. Um, let's, let's give him another 10 games. Warriors have been shit defensively. I mean, he, sh- he should be the decade DPOI. Yeah. I'm, gonna, Max. I'm going to die on the Draymond Hill because it just bothers me when people don't give him the respect he deserves over the last decade but anyway good call let's get to the next one timmy yo sam and andy this is at your boy at that rascal reggie on twitter um happy for the win against uh the celtics guys look great kaminga look great um 
but I'm still pissed about the Jazz loss. Um, the Warriors owed me for that loss, man, because I went to cold-ass Salt Lake City to watch them beat the Jazz, but they they just collapsed. So I'm still on that, but good win tonight. Um, good job by you guys. I uh, love listening to the pod. All right, take it easy. Oh, I wish we could ask Reggie, like how how far how far are we talking going to to Salt Lake? Like, was it a was it a twenty minute drive or was it a two and a half hour flight? You know, like wow. yeah, wow. I mean, if he lives in SoCal, it's not bad, right? So he could just drive there. But going to Salt Lake, although I hear Salt Lake, I've been to Salt Lake a couple times. You ever been to Salt Lake, Sam? I have not been to Salt Lake. It is, it is beautiful. It is. It is. It is beautiful. Like uh, the snow. The the. Anyway. I am. I am hitting up uh, Colorado uh, in a month or so for my buddy's bachelor party. So I'll, I'll take in some of that. But anyway, Ooh. that's that's a little different. Ooh. Yeah. So how bitter would you be going to a Warriors game out of market and it ending the way that Jazz game ended? <laughs> you know, for me, I you rarely do you see an ending like that. You know, part of it's like at some point you do feel like, eh, you know, it'd have been nice to see a Warriors win. But I could also tell my friends that hey, you remember that one time the Warriors choked a four point lead with two seconds mm-hmm. left in the game. I was there at that game. So I don't know. So what's I, the worst big, big picture wise? What's the worst choke job you've seen from the Warriors in person? I, look, I wasn't there for game seven. Uh, I wouldn't call that. Know, a, that's a game seven. I, I wouldn't call that a, a choke job in the same vein. <sighs> I don't know. Do you? I was. I don't know. I don't think. I've been. I was there for the 09 LeBron game winner. It was a Cav. He is like a fadeaway baseline jumper, mm. eighteen feet mm. away. Very annoying uh, because Stephen Jackson hit a shot and then just like full celebration, like yeah, like all sorts of. Then LeBron hit one, walking off. Very annoyed vibe from that game. I pretty much every game that the Warriors choked away that you can imagine from the years 2014 to, to 2020, I saw in person. So one of those, if if the Warriors choked away one of those, I think like maybe the one that was maybe the most notable was you remember when the Warriors played the Clippers in the in the playoffs of the first round that randomly went to six games and they lost the game. They were up at like 30. seven games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, oh, I know. no, 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 not 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 the first like 2020. Like KD was. Not 2020. Oh, I was at that game too. Yeah, no, no. I remember that one too. The um weird. The Patrick Beverly top blocking. Yeah. Oh, that one was so fucking annoying. Yeah. It was so weird and annoying. Yeah, it was just one of those where 2019 series, yeah, series went six. And I remember like KD had like 45 points a game. Everyone was like, KD's amazing, KD's amazing. It's like, dude, the series just went six games for no fucking reason. This Clippers team is terrible. Um, and then losing that game, I don't know how. I just don't know how they lost it. I don't know if it was a choke job. I don't think anybody took that series seriously. Nobody took the it was seriously. A, so it was a vibe loss. That's yeah. for sure. Bad vibe loss. I mean, Timmy, let's go to the next one. Sam and Andy, I gotta first before I even give my take. I gotta say I'm so impressed. Oh. What great, you know, you guys are always pushing the boundary. I was I was heard that you guys weren't real media, but. You know, maybe some shows would be developing better if they were trying to reach out to their fan bases in, in unique and interesting ways like this. So I got to say, I love the hotline. Anyway, what's up with Tatum being an MVP in every other game, but against the Warriors, he, he plays like a mental midget. I mean, the dude has no game against us. I, I don't know if every other team doesn't know he can't go left. Like, I don't know if that's what it is, but, man, they looked nice tonight. The defense looked on point. They didn't even have Wiggins. 
And this is probably the best duo game between Steph and Clay of the season. I didn't even watch it. I'm only looking at the box score, and I'm going to be watching highlights when I get off. But, ah, uh, man, I got to say, we got lots to be excited about. I think this team should comfortably still be the favorites coming out the West. They just gave a shellacking to the best team in the league. The scarier teams are not Boston. The scarier, the scariest team in the league for the Warriors right now is Milwaukee because they have no answer to Giannis. And then I actually think Memphis might even be scarier than Boston. Boston is an easy six-game series. It'll be fun, but it's easy. Memphis, if they have home court, that might be a seven-game series. Milwaukee, that's a scary test. I don't know. Love you, boys. Have a good one. See, now that's a take. Now that's a take. Mikas, Mikas, we love you. Um, that's kind of why I'm hyped and for, for the Milwaukee game on Tuesday. I, I don't know that he's right, but I can't say he's wrong either. I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I want to see it. Even if it's early season, even if we all acknowledge later in the season, we'll have a better idea. I just want to watch it. I want to watch Giannis. I want to watch Steph. I want to watch Draymond and Looney try to wrangle him. I want to watch Drew Holiday give Steph his best. I want to watch Grayson Allen trip Jordan oh, Poole and them boy. get mad. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun stuff there. You know, we, we can get a little Brooke Lopez and um and Jamichael Green. I don't know, you know. Hey, it's not just the uh, – it's not just uh, – by the way, I like this Memphis take. They're, they're a tough team. But it is another team in the West that might be just as good as Memphis, if not better. You know what I mean? They're, those New Orleans Pelicans, I didn't, I didn't know how good they were going to be in the preseason, but obviously I've been wrong because the best team in the West right now, best record, and uh, it, they, they, their best players don't even play. They feel like they've, they've – they've, I don't want to say skipped a step, but like they – I wasn't sure if it was going to be this year or like three years. You know what I mean? Well, like, you know, they, they might not be a championship team this year. So I think like the step still needs to be taken there. Like what will probably happen if they play the Warriors is they'll, they'll lose in six games, but they should have probably won two of them. Like it's that's sure classic young team uh, stuff. But I mean, dude, that is a they, they own the Phoenix. They own they destroyed the Phoenix Suns the other day. And. And that makes me happy. Yeah, right. We know the Suns are frauds, but the Grizzlies and the Pelicans, if you told me the Warriors need to go through those two teams, uh, war zones, dude. I have a nasty series. I have a take for you. Um, So measuring team ceilings, not not necessarily that they'll reach it, but in the West, I think the Suns are at best the sixth highest ceiling. Got the Warriors one, got the Clippers two, um, and obviously the Clippers won, like we'll see with Kawhi and PG, but like if they're healthy, the ceiling's high, right? Um, I think I have the Pelicans three and the Grizzlies four, Denver five. Maybe I put Denver above those, but all those teams are yeah, above Phoenix say. to me. All those teams are above Phoenix to me in terms of if everything hits, if Zion and Ingram and all those guys are healthy, I'm a little more scared of the Pelicans than I am of the Suns. If everything hits correctly for the Grizzlies with health, I'm more scared of them than the Suns. That's what I'm getting at. What, the West versus I, – I, I think I agree with you. I think I do. Out of those, you might, you I mean, might maybe, change the order. Maybe but. I throw Denver at three. Yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe I lower the Clippers, actually, because I just – ceiling to them. It's like at, at some point, is the ceiling just not a thing, actually, for, for the Clippers? The ceiling uh, is the roof. <laughs> at some point, is it not actually a ceiling for those guys? But – the West, by the time the playoffs come around, I know Draymond had a quote come out and say, I'm not worried about anybody in the West. I don't know. Like, by the time the playoffs come around, the, re- the West might have five, six, to your point, teams that are, are true, 
truly, really freaking good, where the East just has two teams. Like, okay, they have two of the best teams in the league. They maybe have two, two of the three best teams in the world. But if you're a top three seed and you got to go through the first two rounds, is it anything easier than being in the Eastern Conference? You're telling me I'm just going to have to beat the, the Hawks and mm. the Sixers in the first two rounds? Come on. Right, like that's easy that's now. Now your Eastern Conference Finals matchup, Bucks and Celtics, like that's a war. But you know, you're talking about the East, where you might have the Warriors have to go through. They might have to go through the Clippers round one, and then the Pelicans, and then the Grizz. That, that is objectively, in my opinion, a much harder three rounds. I mean, look, you're sixty games away or whatever the fuck. But sure, that's that's a deep conference, man. Fifty five, but yes. <laughs> uh, Tim, we got any more? Hey, I just wanted to say. James Wiseman is going to prove you guys wrong. He he is going to come good. I don't think we're going to trade him. I don't think we should trade him. But I know James Wiseman is going to come good. I just have a sneaky, sneaky feeling about him. Same thing that happened with Jordan Poole. I think it's going to happen with Wiseman. That's my take. Go Dubs. Thank you for calling in, Joe. Um, Joe, the voice changer. I hope so. I hope he's right. Warriors could use him. On to the next one. <laughs> oh my god! On to the next one. Fuck Jason Tatum. <laughs> oh, wait! Can we play it again, producer, super producer? Tick, can we play that again? Fuck Jason Tatum. <laughs> That's. Is that it? That's the last call, Tim? No, I think, I think we got a couple more. Oh, let's keep it going. Let's get... Hey there, I am just calling to say, yo, did you just see Kaminga yam it all over Jason Tatum in this fourth quarter? Hey, this is Karima calling from New York. Bye. Ah, love when Karima calls. And yes, we didn't probably spend enough time appreciating that dunk. Um, Kuminka also might be a bright lights player. There's a little, uh, he gets a little extra excited for those moments. <laughs> uh, him and him and the rest of these, the core, right? And Jordan Poole, who I think we, we know it's a bright yeah. lights player. He didn't shoot well last night, but I thought he was actually pretty good. Uh, Poole the- getting that block was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Can we hear um, the can we hear the call before, please? Before, I, I have a thought on ta- uh, on coming up, but can we can we hear that one again, Tim? Fuck Jason Tatum. <laughs> I don't even dislike Jason. I actually think Jason, that's just a great call. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of a likable dude. Kind of like- <laughs> Jason Tatum tweeted, by the way, apparently two years ago or a year ago, I think, about how uh, Kaminga is going to be a really good player in this league. So, you know, if there if there's one guy, I think Tatum was probably a. A more polished player coming to the league than Kaminga, so he was always going to be better. But you know, you always thought the Jalen Brown comparison. You know, you watch the Celtics yeah. and seeing how good Jalen Brown is now. Shoot, I mean, the the guy shoots like nothing else. Jalen Brown's an incredible shooter nowadays. So we'll see if Kaminga can get there. But the athleticism, the size, the tenacity, the aggression that he plays with Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's really, really aggressive at all times. It's always impressive. So it'd be nice to see. I mean, if Kaminga to ends up being something on the same territory. I'm probably kidding me. <laughs> it's like, that's, it's not Kawhi Leonard, but damn close. Absolutely. Tim, we got any more? Last one. Hi. Uh, congrats to Kirk Lake uh, for his promotion. Like, 
I, I mean, <laughs> we going out on that. We going out on Woj bombs. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I think that one's gonna play itself out in our favor. But uh, we'll see. Do you, do you think so? Okay, since since we're not gonna let it out just on that call. So let me ask you this then: Do you think that what is the percent chance that Bob Myers? That Joe Lacob doesn't want Bob Myers to be GM anymore. So what percentage? And, and that's and, and, and that and that's why he doesn't want to pay him as much, right? And that's 20%. why this is twenty percent. That's pretty high. I think there's. Well, I thought that was low, honestly. <laughs> I think there's a part, but like nothing special. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to manufacture drama because I like drama. But <laughs> fair enough. We'll be back. We'll be back Tuesday after the Bucks game. Appreciate everyone. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.